Mal, 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 mal. Well, well, well. Do you guys feel that? No. I feel like we're in an alternative universe alternate reality yeah dude alternative like, like a grunge rock I, I didn't well the only thing i felt is my sex change that happened randomly when i was sleeping you have a vagina yeah i woke up was female i don't know chris he hasn't been able to speak all day well that's normal in our new timeline chris doesn't speak you good and his name's not chris it's christina it's Mel Gamore. <laughs> I don't know. I thought what I was a lizard person for a second. Yeah, mm. your best of, Greg impression. Yeah, you were doing a, <laughs> you were pulling a Greg over there. Yeah, I kind of felt like Maxine Waters when I froze up. It's the fifth. Well, I hope everybody's alive. Hope everybody is, you know, safe. Yeah, we'll see. You know, and maybe the the world has opened up a portal. CERN is, mm. you is, know, as a starting up today. Introduced us, introduced us to the dark world. I don't know. Yeah, I woke up and my uh, my pad here, my iPad said Snapple on it, and I was like, Snapple. <laughs> oh, I thought it was ad. Apple. Oh, boy, I could have sworn it was Apple. Mm. Hmm. But it is full of facts. So this particular device. So I guess it is a Snapple. Mm. Uh, what was your favorite Snapple flavor? I or hate, actually, oh, I hated Snapple. Wasn't there Fruitopia? That was way better. Fruitopia. I was a Snapple guy. Still, okay. am. I, I actually do enjoy Snapple quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, favorite flavor, Dude, the peach is just. I was gonna say diet peach, peach actually is pretty dope. I, yeah. I like the diet peach. Um, the mango one's okay. Yeah, but uh, I actually like the uh, Arizona teas. Do they have the a uh, a dingo ate my baby flavor? I'm not sure if they do. And if it if they did, I wonder if it would be like better than the mango. Oh. The dingo ate my baby. Anyway, that's a way old school clip. But yes, mm. I hope everybody's alive. I hope everybody's well. I hope. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, new clip. There we go. <laughs> can barely hear it, but hopefully you guys can hear. It. No, it's definitely there. It's a good one. Chris That's has a how couple. Funny that was. <laughs> uh, it is the fifth of July. Oh, that, I thought that was Chris's new laugh in this alternate reality. <laughs> mm. Yeah. What if in the alternate reality, all the Karens were always right? Oh fuck! God, life would suck. I would end it. End it all. You didn't yeah. know reality. Yeah, I'd be like, well, this is not my reality anymore. You'd be like, come on, CERN. Start that bitch back up again. <laughs> yeah, dude. You gotta go for round two. Uh, no, we Do got, over. We Do got over. some uh, fun little rants and raves to go on today. A couple, uh, a couple things popping up in the news that we think is worthy of some discussion. For sure. Open dialogue. Yeah. Uh, before we get rolling, guys, part of my American.com. If you're still alive, go on there and buy a shirt, buy a mug. You know what I'm saying? Get a sticker. Get a sticker. Mm-hmm. Stick it on things. Stick it on things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just let people know what, what what we're doing here. It helps a lot. Wouldn't you say? Yes. Okay. Uh, also, Patreon members, thank you so much. You guys do kind of keep this motor going. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, you allow us to grow and expand and try new things because of your generous, uh, I'd say, donations or, you know, monthly subscriptions it definitely helps us a lot oh yeah and uh we have made it a personal goal in this podcast to give you guys more content that will be happening so you guys are gonna get more hell yes and you're gonna get more and you're gonna get uh better quality content very very soon so um sign up try it out for a month see if you like it something you're interested in and just always know that it's it's always going to grow and expand and hopefully get a little cheaper even you never know absolutely like share follow subscribe Amen. That's the plan. That's the plan. Indeedy. So anyways, what are we starting with today? Uh, Well, this just kind of popped up today. Uh, This was an exclusive. So remember this Cassidy Hutchinson? Sure do. She was the uh, surprise witness at the January 6th committee. Some text messages came out where she was referring to the January 6th committee as BS. Bullshit. Are Are you buying this? Well, I mean, yeah, it shows the picture of the text message in this article. If you scroll on down there, this text message is from seemingly a redacted person. 
It doesn't say the name of who it's from, but it starts out with, Hey, this is Cassidy Hutchinson. Kind of a random question, but do you still work for Schlaps at the ACU? And the person responds, Hi, yes. And then Cassidy Hutchinson continues and says, Do you happen to know the First Amendment Fund POC I could reach out to? I was subpoenaed in early November, but the committee waited to serve me until last week after Ben's deposition, in parentheses. And then it says, I had to accept ser- or, yeah, I had to accept service because the U.S. Marshals came to my apartment last Wednesday, but I haven't made contact with the committee. I'm on a tight timeline and just figuring or tr- just trying to figure out what my options are to deal with this BS. And then this person, this mystery person, just says, I'm so sorry for my late response. My phone wild since Trump got announced with people wanting to come to CPAC, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, this was back in February, right? But she refers to it as BS, but she's referring to her situation. Her situation is BS, right? Yeah, it's her situation. Because she specifically <laughs> says she was subpoenaed early November, and then she says, they came to my apartment last Wednesday, but I haven't made any contact. This is all BS. Yeah, like her situation of them contacting her and telling mm-hmm. her the tight turnaround time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that is what's BS. Not the whole meeting is BS. Yeah. So the headlines, people just be and like, yeah. see this whole like, you know, we get sucked into this. I get sucked into it with like TikTok videos and shit. Like, there's no evidence that even her. Oh yeah. Like it's yeah. just a, it's a text message format of some random. You're assuming it's her because the only reason you know it's her is because somebody said it's her. Yeah, this, it. is, this is Cassidy Hutchinson. Uh, I'm going to be uh, talking out my ass at a January 6th committee. So, just, anyway. uh, you know. Yeah, I, I just I wanted to call that out because there's headlines out there that's saying like, hey, look at these new text messages where she's referring to this meeting as bullshit. But she's not. Right. Yeah. Come on. People. I mean, they are bullshit meetings. I wouldn't mm-hmm. even be mad at her. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's worthy of, of bringing it up because, you know, this is a topic right now. People are intrigued by this. But this is yeah. one of those things where I, I hate this shit. I hate it. There's no way to fucking know. I could text you this very message. Hey, this is Cassie Hutchinson. Do you have blah, blah, blah? And you could you could redact the whole thing. Exactly. And then, and let's say it is real, but you're not showing the people it's real and they're not going to believe you. Mm. Well, this says on February 1st, Hutchinson sent a text message to cons- a conservative activist with connections to the... First Amendment Fund. So apparently Matt Schlapp said Hutchinson approached CPAC for help through the First Amendment Fund. Schlapp said he is or he is happy they did not end up assisting her. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah, Schlappy. Good old Schlappy. Hmm. Well, anyway. Regardless, uh, that was from the Daily Caller. So I'm just saying, like, the well, and that's the thing. Why, why wouldn't they disclose? Did they get the messages from him? Did they get it from somebody else? Like, why wouldn't they say that? Yeah. Well, regardless, it's just why even put this out if you can't? Yeah. Talk about what, where, and how you got this. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, save this shit. <clears throat> Bring yeah. it up in a hearing so that people can actually hear. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are we jumping the gun here? If this came out and this was of any relevance. Why not give it to people in the committee who would actually use it and be like, okay, let's call on this gal. Did you receive a message? What did it mean? What did she want? Yeah. Was she trying to get money? What was she trying to get money for? Do that in the hearings. Like you putting this article out to me is like, it's after not, the fact. It's it, like, nothing to it. Like nothing's yeah, going to happen. You want me to believe it, but I don't really understand what I'm supposed to be believing here. There's nothing for me to grab onto. Yeah, I know. There's no love handles on this bad boy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, this is coming out of like a conservative bias you know so i'm just saying like there's bias on both sides right there's these weird fake kind of articles that just lead you to believe oh she said the whole thing was bs so you got to read the article everybody don't just take the headline all right yeah okay well i mean the whole thing is bs like we said it is and her testimony was a bunch of bullshit also yeah i cleaned the ketchup that was slowly dripping down the wall drip drip Dripped down the wall. I will never be able to eat ketchup again. <laughs> the poor ketchup was so stoic as it dripped onto the floor. Could you imagine? Does this have ketchup on it? <laughs> like just the freaking out over ketchup. Come on, Trump. The vinegar and the ketchup's gonna ruin the fucking wallpaper. Uh, okay. 
Yes. No more than Bill Clinton's semen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, <laughs> and then I noticed there was a stain on the wall, but that wasn't the only thing that was stained. My conscience oh, was also God. stained. <laughs> Never Jeez. again will I ever be able to have a delicious hamburger with ketchup. French fry, a salty French fry. Can you imagine? What she takes a bite and it drips on her. She's like, no. Oh, no. The horror. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the violence. Yes. Mm. So yeah. anyway. Uh, do you know what is BS, though? Mm. Friends. Friends is BS. Friends, the show. Yeah, I used to be a big fan of this show back in the day. I still like the show. I know your wife had a marathon run. I like she, she was watching consistently that has a marathon run. I yeah. feel like this is definitely my wife's favorite show. And to be fair, I'm not crazy about it. I don't. Yeah. I don't hate it. I think it's. I think it's fun. It's got some funny episodes. Uh, but it's not the cast or even the show that's the problem. It's the fucking person that created it. Hmm. Friends creator gives four million dollar apology for lack of diversity, quoting, "I am embarrassed." I like the still frame that Chris stopped on it. It has this like Dude with Hulk gun, mask man. robbing a bank. I don't think that that's the Friends creator, everybody. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, it says, the one with guilt. Friends has long been criticized for his lack of diversity. The oh, co-creator, boy. Marta Kaufman, is finally ready to admit her failure with a $4 million apology. $4 million apology. She says, I've learned a lot in the last 20 years. She said in an interview with Zoom. Admitting and accepting guilt is not easy. It's painful looking at yourself in the mirror. I'm embarrassed that I didn't know better 25 years ago. 25 years fuck ago. the fuck like, off. Here's the deal. Friends hey, is... Can you show her? Scroll down. I want to see what she looks like. Yeah, oh. yeah. She looks like kind of a Roseanne Barr relative. Yeah, she she does. Well, and that's the thing. She says the popular show, which, which ran in 1994-2004, features a group of six white heterosexual best friends oh my god living in greenwich village which is a famously gay neighborhood in new york oh fuck i'm so sick of this shit you know what here's the deal a historically diverse city oh shit Uh, it's all it's it's, to me it's fine to have like you know you want to be more inclusive right you want to have more representation i Mm. I get it like there's a lot of different people in this world that have a lot of different ways of living yeah but every time you watch a movie there is a gay friend or a gay couple. There is a mixed race couple. There is a Indian fella. There is a there is literally of everything, and that is that is not real. It's not real. Yeah, like I, I'm not. There's nothing wrong with it, but I'm just saying. Like friends, we're a group of friends. We happen to all be white and married. Yeah. So yeah. why can't that be its own thing? Like you know, I do agree that back in the day, there was uh, you had shows that had like all white cast. You had um, all black cast sitcoms mm-hmm. that's cool there's yeah. black families there's white families and i and i also do understand that there are you know the idea of like having a mixed you know whether that's like uh, I, I can't think of the show I'm, I'm not a fan of it but uh the nerds the science kids what's that what's that show called as kaylee Kyo, kayla kyoko or, oh yes uh, um, god i can't think of the name uh, of it the nerdy kids it's it's a fun show though I like it. Yeah, but anyways, those shows have like representation, multiple different ethnicities. That's all cool, man. They're, they're, you should have that, right? Yeah. When it, when appropriate. But like, not every like we have to understand that like not everybody in this world in this country just has uh, a friend of every nationality. You know what I'm saying? No, and that's what they're trying to do. Like every commercial you see is like that too. It's like it's it's over the, it's the not token real. black guy, right? Mm-hmm. They uh, that's a term for a reason because. We had a black guy in our band for a short period of time, right? Yeah, yeah. And he always would say, "Hey, I'll be your token black guy." And we're like, "Okay." No, but we, you were you were brought in because you were decent. That's right? what I'm and saying. Being, like a musician. Yeah, and big you're bang cool. Theory. Yes, big the big bang. bang. But you, like you, you're a cool dude, yeah. and like we're hanging out. It's not about that. You know what I mean? That's not real. Yeah, that's not real. And, and so what I'm saying is, have some, but everything, everything is that way. And I and I just don't. I'm not into that shit. Even like Stranger Things, it's like you have to have, you have your lesbian gal, yeah. You know, you have your redhead girl, you have your black kid, you have the nerdy. You know what I mean? It's just like this. Always has to be, and that's that's it's normal to have like you know you're gonna have friends, especially with schools. They're definitely more diverse now than they ever have been, and that's and I get that to an extent. I understand that, and it doesn't feel forced in like Stranger Things, right? Mm -hmm. But you watch any Netflix film, bro, and it's like they're throwing it in just to throw it in. And it yeah. doesn't feel natural or normal. Yeah, like two gay dudes just all of a sudden, hey, babe, how you doing? It doesn't feel relevant to the story. 
Yeah. 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 I, just, I know what you mean. There's, I watched this one. What's that? What's that guy from Wedding Crashers? He's, he's funny, dude. The tall guy. What's his name? I'm just really brain farting on names today. Too, dude. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Vince Vaughn. Yes, Vince Vaughn. So there's this, uh, he has this horror movie. And actually, it was pretty, it was pretty good. Vince Vaughn is this like murderer. And there's this like young high school girl. And they, there's like this curse. Mm. And she, he tries to kill her because he's like killing all these kids and they switch bodies. Oh, shit. Kind of your generic like switching bodies things, okay. right? So he is her and she is him. Yeah. But like her friends, just like there's three. There's her and her two friends. I'm looking up the movies right now. It's her and her two friends. Right? Mm -hmm. And she's a white girl. Her friend is a black girl. And her other friend is a gay male. Oh, boy. So what I'm saying is this. Is that fine? Yeah, sure. But is it really reasonable to think that you're going to have one of each and that's your only friends? Like, no. Well, not only that, but like. Then you set out, you're setting the perception that you need to go find a black friend. You need to go find a gay friend. Yeah. Well, it's, it's telling you like, Hey, are you doing your part? Like, are you, are you making And then it's, and it's forced and it's weird. Yeah. Cause like what I, what I will say is this, like a starters, I don't have anything against anybody. If you're a cool person, gay, black, Indian, Mexican, it doesn't matter if you're cool and we get along, you're going to be hanging out here barbecuing with me, bro. That's yeah. how it is. Yeah. And you can you can see that from our supporters, dude. Our OG group, man. We got a grab bag, and it is awesome. Yeah. Even Al, Al when Al came over here, did our Friday call show. He's like, man, it's so cool how like diverse your it is. It's super fucking diverse, dude. You're right. We're cool with anybody. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is go to go to a high school. What you'll see is that the the gay community, like the LGBT kids, they hang out together. The yeah. goth kids, they hang out together. Yeah. The fucking jocks are hanging out together. And there there's going to be some peppering in there, but like, don't act like each one of them only have friends in every other group. Like they, you are who you hang with, man. We played music. We hung out with kids that played music or skate kids, right? Like, I mean, there's the skaters hung out with each other and you're friends with a lot of other people. But if you're into motocross, you're going to hang out with kids that do motocross. Yeah. Growing yeah. up. I mean, to be fair, that was what, how many years ago, 20 years ago? We were I'm just saying though, like you're but, like, yeah, but that's human nature. You tend nature. to, you tend to gravitate towards people that have like-minded interests. Yeah, you click. Yeah. It's a click. Well, and it's also like it, it's not it's not weird to me that the black community wants to be around the black community. Yeah. They understand what they're going through. They have interests that are the same. Yeah, dude. It's not a racist thing. It, it is a you you're around people that relate to you. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You know, and, and so like like you were talking about with Carrie, like, right? Like we he was a friend. He played music. We liked his music. And mm -hmm. he fit our band's needs at the time. Fucking killer at the piano too. Great. You know but it I mean? had it was never like there was never ever a conversation. I don't think ninety eight percent of the time there's never a conversation like, bro, it would help us if we had a black guy in our band. No. That's not what it's about. If he wasn't good, we he wouldn't have played with us. Yeah. I think with you guys technically, because I was kind of out of it at that time. Mm. But regardless, my yeah. point is is like if your friend's awesome, but don't force it. It doesn't have to be that systematic every single time well and that's what she's doing this creator of friends she's trying to be woke she's trying to be inclusive she's saying i'm sorry for the things that i did 25 years ago it's like no you're not but see you know what here's the thing that she's not giving herself credit for and i'm not you know I, to this show i don't really care that much about but watch the show and you will find that there was black characters tons of black characters there was yeah. different ethnicities all over the place dude i thought gunther the Bar barista he was, was gay i thought he was gay i'm pretty sure he was but didn't he have a crush he on did Jennifer? but maybe I, I'm, I'm thinking that guy was kind of gay i gotta yeah. be yeah but that's not the point there was like some bosses there was doctors there's all kinds of people that were black mm. the point was is those particular six friends or whatever you know was it five or six i don't remember six yeah they were friends they happened to be white and what yeah it's not like there was no interaction of with, color in that in yeah. that TV in the whole series. show yeah there absolutely <clears throat> was in fact ross's girlfriend was black remember she oh, was yeah. she was yeah. dating fucking what's his name and then she they ended up liking each other and they started dating i think i had a crush on her too she was she was pretty it's fucking hot dude so what but, i'm saying yeah. is, is like you're not giving yourself credit here you yeah. you had a very diverse and a very like new york feel to your show absolutely and now you're going to donate four minutes who is that there she is Ross Geller. Good old Ross Geller. But uh, Dude, did, did he have an Asian girlfriend oh. too? Yeah, he did. So yeah, Ross, but she's Ross, not in this in this uh, list for some reason. So my point is is like you're underselling you're 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 selling yourself short of what you did do. Yeah. And Char I, I Charlie Wheeler. 
There you go, Charlie Wheeler. Mm. I think it's really sad. And she actually, if I'm not mistaken, she actually, in this article somewhere or in a different thing, said that she would have realized the ramifications. Like, if she would have understood diversity more at the time, she would have changed the cast. Mm-hmm. But it's like... You, the cast is loved. Yeah. Like, you're really, like, touching on some stuff. Like, people love that cast. Well, it's just like what they're doing with Disney movies. They have to have... You know, I mean, like, the Black Spider-Man now. Even that's though fine. It's, it's fucking badass. It's, yeah, but, but here's still, the deal. It's like, you feel like you have to do that now because it's like, that's the woke thing to do. Well, so I will say this. With Spider-Verse, like, you know, Enter the Spider-Verse shit, like, with, with Miles Morales. Great, great movie. It's a super rad cartoon. Hell it's yeah. super great. And I will say this, the way that they they went about that, I thought was as fucking awesome as you could possibly do it. Because here's the deal. We, we remember when they were talking about Ariel and they were talking about casting the like live Ariel when yeah. was like this black guy. And I can't remember her name. She, she, you know, cute girl. Yeah. Probably played the part. Great. But the I, the problem with it is, is we know Ariel's not a black girl. She's a redhead. <laughs> She's a redheaded, pale skinned yeah. mermaid. Yeah. Is there, like, why mess with something that's already kind of established in its own? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, create a new thing. Yeah. And they have, Mo- I mean, Disney, and they're all great. We love those movies. Oh, we, yeah. The kids watch Moana. Moana. And constantly. Yeah, fucking, what's the one that my kids are obsessed with? Encanto? Or Can- Encanto. Encanto. Yeah. You're talking about, they, and they, and I think that is the way to do it, right? You're, you're showing like Frozen's this fucking Scandinavian fucking prince, like, right? And then you got the the Islander girl, you know, and you got all these different, and that's, that is showing culture and it's showing like all these things. And that is, is amazing. Miles Morales was a Spider-Man in a, in a another universe. Mm-hmm. And so we like in the newest Spider-Man it up, they, uh, yeah. they did a little CERN experiment and well, I'm just saying is. like, <laughs> yeah, Marvel has definitely gone into this multi-universe thing, which is, which benefits them because they can do some really crazy stuff and just say, opens the doors to a lot more things. Uh, and and yeah. it's, a, it's a, a good way to approach it because you're not replacing Spider-Man. Like Miles Morales is not, yeah, it's a he's new not, Spider-Man. He's well, a that, new Spider-Pig. And you know also, I mean? like, if you think about it, every time they start up CERN, we won't know which one's the real Spider-Man. We'll be like, oh, yeah, this Spider-Man it was no. in this multiverse. Or maybe they all jump uh, in at the same time. You know? Tobey Maguire will always be the original oh, Spider-Man. Boy. Oh, Tobey Maguire is the worst yeah, Spider-Man. Is the worst. <laughs> I had this 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 guy I work with. He's, he, he, he uh, you know, God bless him. He swears that Tobey Maguire is the best and that they were the best ones, the best Spider-Mans. And I'm like, bro, listen, I, I respect Tobey Maguire. I don't think he's a great actor. I I think that it, comic wise, they were pretty close with those Tobey Maguire movies. Mm-hmm. But dude, Tom Holland is way fucking better as Spider Man. Like it, he's it, just a better actor. He, no, he's no. It's not. You see, from a comic book standpoint, that's what he's talking about because he actually reads the comic books, and I did as a kid as well. I didn't. So the idea of like how Spider Man was and what he was like and his relationship with his yeah. aunt and the girlfriend. Tobey Maguire's was pretty decent. I thought the second kids was nah. Tobey Maguire's too mopey. Like, hey guys, was, how you know what? The new kid story. feels like a high school kid. He <laughs> yeah. has the story. He's interested. He's like, you know, he's but the fight uh, curious. Scenes, the fight yeah. scenes is a big one. Like, right? Because yeah. um, that matters to those people. Like how they fight, how he fights, how engaged it is. That all that stuff rings a bell. I think yeah. Tall Holland's the best one, but I can I get it. Tobey Maguire. And how they brought them all together in that that last one, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was really cool. That's really really cool, man. And you're you're giving love to all of them, explaining that they're all different, but they're all they're coming from different universes. Yeah. So what I mean is, is like I guess the friends can go to a multi universe. Like we can make a friends. That's what I'm thinking. Upside down Ooh. world and have like a crazy, but like Ooh. they get when she said like it's a historically gay community. Like was it then? Like back then, and, and like if it is a gay community, is that is that saying there can't be six white people living in that community that love that community? They went to the coffee house, they yeah, were out right. in public. Like, I just don't get this idea. Like, people love them for a reason. That is one of the most pa- famous shows of all time. Of all time, yeah. And people love that group of the, the those group of well, friends. And like, let's not pretend like all these politicians that are woke as fuck right now weren't anti-gay. Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, all of them came out saying marriage is between a man and a woman. Yep. There's no place for this. Trump, Trump was the only one that came out. He was the first president to come that, out yeah. and say he supports LGBT. whatever agenda is on is on the docket that they need to accomplish is what they're going to support. Yep. That's the epitome of a politician. Whatever gets them in office. Yeah. yeah. But what's what the sad part to Greg's point is that the community as a whole 
like doesn't see that. I don't understand that. Like you, you love Obama, but he came out against you. Yeah. Same thing with Biden, dude. Biden is the worst. I mean, Ukraine is the worst, bro. The Ukraine, like that is, they showed a poll and they Biden's were saying like, yeah. well, I don't remember the exact number. 68, 70% of people do not feel like gay should be in the community at all. Oh, in Ukraine. In Ukraine. I get you. But let's hold up those flags and give them support. It's the same thing with the Middle East, right? They yeah. literally stone people for being gay, but you be want to. be off a fucking roof. We love, you know, like, it's just like, if you're going to be in a community, you better be smart and understand who's on your side. Yeah. Me and Greg and Chris here, I may not agree with you as far as like, you know, I shouldn't say I don't even agree with you. It's not for me. But I have nothing against you being gay. I have it affects my life zero. Yeah, we have one listener who, who's who's gay and who's the nicest fucking person. Yeah, and it, the, the, his sex life means nothing to me. Why would it? it there is no reason for it. Yeah. You, in my opinion, you're nice or you're not nice, dude. I want to be around you or I don't want to be around you. Yeah, that. Why is that yeah. not the only standard? That the we end. Have? Because it's not about that. It's about getting your vote. And they have to make you a victim. They have to separate you. Yeah, they have it's who to make you, you angry. can control and who you can pit against someone else. Yeah. Well, to end it for me, Coffin did pledge four million to her Alamada or Alamater, Mater, Tomato, Alamater, Alamater. Oh, uh, it's the Brandeis University uh, to fund an endowed chair in the school's African and African American Studies Department, one of the oldest in the country. Mm. You know what? Good for you. Mm-hmm. You know, put your money to something that you feel is is important. I'm all about it, but please don't come back and try to ridicule. I hope you feel better show. about uh, giving your four million dollars to a university that's probably going to swindle it away into people's salaries instead of actually going towards education. That's just the liberal world order, baby. What was that? Um, what happened. was that uh, African American sitcom? Is it the Jeffersons? Is that what it was? Yeah, there's Which the Jeff- there's a I mean, bunch there's of there's like, Co- well, there's the Cosby Show, there's the Jefferson. Okay, let's say the Cosby matters. Show. Let's say the Cosby Show, for example, right? Like pretty popular show at the time. Like I would be offended personally, and I'm not I'm not African American. I would be offended if they redid the Cosby, if they redid show, with the Cosby show with white people. Yeah, that'd be fucked up. That would be really fucking dumb, yeah. and it's unnecessary, and it's fucking dumb. So if you can acknowledge that. And I can acknowledge that. That would be absolutely stupid. Yeah, retard. Let's not do it the other way either. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Just leave what's been done alone and let's grow going forward. Do something else. Create something else of your own. Yeah. Original something. And if it sticks, it sticks, bro. Um, What did you guys think about the liberal world order slip from the White House? Not surprising. Yeah, it's not. We talked about this on the, was it our Sunday show? something around there dude we do yeah. a lot of different shows that are yeah i think we we had it on our amazing zoom yeah. call i mean paranormal but slips like this have been happening more frequently yeah i don't even call i mean you don't, you it, think that's it actually no not a slip because he he said it very dominantly yep it's like he he meant to say that yeah i think it's in our bookmarks so the cnn this white house official he was on this is uh biden advisor brian deese mm-hmm CNN asks, you know, what about this $4.85 a gallon? You know, like, how how can people afford to do this? What are you going to do about this? And he goes, well, the future of the liberal world order, we have to stand firm. You know, this is about the future of our liberal world order. So he's openly admitting, like, yeah, this is part of our agenda. The guy, yeah. right, the guy speaking, though, the one that's saying the liberal world order looks yeah. like a ventriloquist doll. Does he? Yeah. In the orange tie? He's like... Yeah, <laughs> he's very well. He's, he's facing the sun. That's a big no-no. In well, the, you know what? Do a fucking better. Job. Well, so that he probably didn't have any lights. Uh, so he's yeah. like, "Hey, let's face this way, so we don't have to try as hard to light me up." I'm squinting. Give me some sunglasses. What's he say? What do you say to those families who say, "Listen, we can't afford to pay four eighty-five a gallon for months, if not years. This is just not sustainable." What we heard from the president today was a clear articulation of the stakes. This is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. Yeah. Yeah, there was no mixing words there, buddy. That no, was that didn't. was a pre that was in his head. He was ready to go. That was a, a calculated response he hmm. had, had thought of beforehand if he was asked a certain question. So, you know, I'll, I'll be me. Fired okay. or dead within the next week? I, I He'll be that. fine. He might be fine. I, he think be fine. Fine. I said okay. he'd be suicidal. No, because he didn't go against anybody. 
Yeah, I don't know if they want that to be out, though. I mean, I don't think it was a mistake that he said it, but I also don't know if they want to say that stuff out loud. They, But uh, but the basis of what he's saying is you have to pay 485 or more yeah. for a gallon of gas because this is our liberal world order agenda here. This is a piece of the puzzle to get what we want at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, I'll be me for a second and just say, like, it's not that shocking. Like world order, when you hear that, you just think of like grandiose things like we know it's a liberal agenda. It's the same thing, just different words. Liberal yeah. agenda, liberal world order is the same exact fucking well, thing. The world order is world organized government. That's, uh, <clears throat> you know, that's globalization. That's yeah, globalism. I think that. Sure. I understand that. But to me, liberals are world. They have one world kind of socialists. Yeah. Dude, you know, speaking of that, I actually saw saw this kind of clip, and I didn't save it, but we can just chat about it real quick. It was this guy speaking about the World War II kind of era, right? Okay. And he said that he was talking to his wife, and she, I don't remember how this played out, but he's like, she mentioned something about, like, aren't you glad, like, we won? He's like, yeah, like, we won, you know? Like, we stopped the Nazis, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, but he's like, but did we win? The mm-hmm. socialists actually won. That's what he was saying. Like, if you really look at it and think about it, the socialists actually won the world war. And she's like, well, what do you mean? Like, you know, we're a country, but the agenda, the socialist agenda has slowly been building this slow burn. I mean, they've done a very, like, they've been very patient, which is scary that they're that organized enough to be that patient. But like when we're saying like, well, we got all our freedoms, but like we've been losing them over and over and over and over for decades. Right. And so, like, we may have law or we may have technically won or it ended, but that socialist agenda never ended. It actually was like we won that battle, but we didn't win the war. No, but we allowed it to creep in. That was uh, Yuri Bezmenov, like the Russian who basically explained the multi decade Mm -hmm. form of this infiltration from within. You indoctrinate the schools, you indoctrinate science, you indoctrinate your politics, you go everywhere, the media, and then it's just. Then you take over because mm-hmm. you you basically convince the society that socialism is the way to go. And that's what our schools are doing. Yeah, that's you what do it inch by doing. inch. Yeah. You know, it's never going to work if it's all like lumped in at the same time. You do it by generation. And yeah. so this generation, the COVID generation, the, the kids being masked up at school, being told what to do, get in line, follow mm-hmm. the science. You know what I mean? That's basically you're indoctrinating them to become... Uh, you know, socialist kids. Yeah. And you're, you're right now to his point about the high gas prices, you're, you're making it to where, and and a lot of kids in high school, right? At least a lot of parents, they maybe will buy a car for their son or their daughter, mm-hmm. but they say, yeah, if you're going to drive a car and be responsible enough to drive, you need to work. Mm-hmm. You pay for your gas, pay for your insurance. That's a lot of parents. They, at this point in time, there's a lot of kids who are just now driving who literally are working at Burger King or McDonald's or these low end jobs or retail or something to get some extra cash after school between, you know, gigs and they can't afford to buy gas. And now you got this young generation who's struggling. Yeah. Cause you know, think about it. When you were in school, you would work a job, you know, after school or something. I actually didn't start working until right when I graduated. I just focused on school and was doing band shit and stuff. But you have, you know, it's not as much money as you're going to make. It's a low end pay. Yeah. But it's just like, it's your fuck off money, bro. It's like, yeah. you know, I'm going to go buy some beer with this shit. We're going to party this weekend. And yeah. expect it to be bitch work, kids. Well, yeah, I'm, I, I'm not. It's not going to be fucking fancy it's ass gonna be shit. It's crappy. It takes a long time to establish something. But my point yeah. is, is when we had that money, gas was cheaper. Yeah. And we could fill up the tank. We had enough money to go buy some beers yeah, or we could go party, at, you know, buy yeah. a bag of weed or something, you know. And, and now you can't even feel you can't tank. do that. And so they're kind of already putting it in these younger generations that like, hey, you know, gas is too expensive. Maybe I should look into an electric car. Maybe. And that Maybe is I what should they want. work from home, you know. And then also, Chris, before we get off this topic, can you go to um, Twitter real quick? This is Sri Lanka. Have you seen what's going on over there with their gas crisis? Look at the line for gas. You have people waiting in line for gas. This is like I don't know. Thousands of motorcyclists. They're all just backed up, huddled together. I mean, shoulder to shoulder. I, I mean, I'm not being rude, but I feel like this has always been this way. Like, In we watched that video of all those motorcycles. and Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, this is just one video that I've seen from Sri Lanka. It's freaking bad over there right now. So, 
they have armed military men like guarding the pumps and shit. Well, Mexico does too. So yeah, I mean, it could be worse, and maybe it will get to this point in the United States. You never know. Mm-hmm. I don't think it will get to that point. You don't think so? Not but you guard, not troops standing in front of gas pumps. Okay. Yeah, the troops I hope thing not. is a little extreme. Yeah, I don't know about that. But third world countries are obviously going to be the the worst of the worst. It's it's before it even gets. It's going to get uncomfortable here. I imagine mm. that's about what it will be uncomfortable from our normal everyday American lives. I mean, we saw the, the gas shortage in what the seventies, you know? Yeah. And, and there was long lines. Well, yeah, for, they, back then they this, went by, uh, they went even in odd digits on your license plate is when you were able to get gas and when you weren't sure. Yeah. But to Chris's point, like this kind of chaos, that's not really like the American way, dude. Like that's a lot. I mean, they, there's a lot of like fucking, scooters and shit mm-hmm. i don't you know, know. I, I saw a lot of hoarding toilet paper you know during the <laughs> yeah but even our load. worst hoarding situations didn't look like that that is black yeah. friday on fucking you're right and <laughs> hits a fucking coke black friday does kind of look like coke. this actually this is way better than black friday there's no people stampeding on each yeah, other that's true, true. they're they all patiently some, they waiting. have some patience there yeah yeah well anyway you know we did want to talk to you guys about a little something something and that little something something you put in your mouth Okay. Look, we're all adults here. I know some of us choose to use nicotine to relax, focus, or just unwind after a long day. Lucy is a modern oral nicotine company that makes nicotine gum, lozenges, and pouches for adults who are looking for the best, most responsible way to consume their nicotine. It's a new year. Started out by switching to a new nicotine product that you could feel good about. I'm a fan of this product, guys. You can sign up. You can get boxes delivered to you every single month. All the goods that you want, mouth right in your package. Right in, right in your yeah, package. Stick it in there. No, it's 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 about ease, and not only is it about ease, but it's about flavor. The flavor is excellent. Quality. The flavors are excellent. The cinnamon is delicious. The mango is delicious. <laughs> I want it. If you enjoy using nicotine as much as we do, you should definitely check out Lucy's products at Lucy.co. That's Lucy.co. Oh, 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 oh. And use that promo code PARDON at checkout. Uh, also, we have to read this disclaimer. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. So if you're interested in a better way to use nicotine, visit lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code PARDON at checkout. Put it in your mouth, everybody. Save some cash. Yes, and also, we love Ghost Bed. They have been a loyal sponsor with Drink Bros over the last five years, and everyone raves about them. They have super comfortable mattresses that last forever in the made in the USA. Yeah, every mattress has a 20-year warranty, some even 25. You can try it out for 101 nights. If you don't like, you can send it back. No hard feelings. Yes, and each mattress has that cooling technology in it. Okay, so when you get those hot, sticky nights, get rid of that crap, okay? Ghost Bed. Yeah, Ghost Bed also offers bundles, so you can get everything you need. You don't really have to think about it. Choose from their four mattresses, then pick your bundle. So either you want a mattress in a frame or you want it all like their cooling pillows and sheets, you can get the best bang for your buck. 40% off Ghost Bed Bundles. Okay, you get a mattress and an adjustable base for 40% off, or you can get 30% off of everything else. Just use the code DRINKINGBROS at ghostbed.com slash DRINKINGBROS. Yeah, you can buy a mattress for as little as 35 bucks a month. They have zero down, 0% financing financing plans for up to 60 months so go check it out at ghostbeds.com backslash drinking bros yes also 30 percent off rv mattresses okay yeah. no more crusty default mattresses yeah I know that's throw it. those things away yes Fucking use trash use code drinking bros all right word do it tort um prostitutes yes i love <laughs> them no i'm just kidding i don't even think chris has his article but he can find it um california they uh oh. repealed a kind of a, a little thing yeah. that just kind of allows them to. They're uh, letting you kind of do it with you strangers. Can fuck for money. There you go. Man, I have no other way to say it. Yeah, that's. Uh... We've had this discussion. So we this was actually a day or two ago that this came out, and uh, Chris is going to pull the article up here. And so Gavin Newsom signs it ends loitering for prostitution. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. and and you can so pick any of that's those. Loitering. SB three fifty seven. So this repeals loitering with intent to engage in prostitution law, which results in profiling of sex workers, particularly trans women. Oh, boy, that's why he did it. 
The trans women are looking for sex for money. So Senate Bill 357, <laughs> the Safer Streets for All Act, uh, authorized or authored by out-of-state Senator Scott oh, Weiner. Dude, the wiener from he's a D from San Francisco. He's a dick from of San course, Francisco. That guy, the fucking w- wiener. Wasn't he the one that was making it was where you couldn't get charged for rape with an underage child or something? Ooh, wasn't he so. the one that made that the, too? The wiener would yeah. do something like the Safer Streets for All Act. God. Yeah, so he created it. Let's and let horse uh, go loose. Gavin Newsom signed it on Friday. So it says, as tra- see, this is about trans, but there's it's deeper than that. As trans people are being criminalized across the country, Governor Gavin Newsom has once again shown that California stands with this LGBTQ community and committees or communities of color, said Wiener. Well, hold on here. So how many prostitutes are trans? Some. I don't know. Not many. I, I'm going to. Uh, I would actually gander. venture that there's more than you think. I'm not going to say it's more than 25 percent. Oh, no, I don't think it's more than 25 I'm going to say it's probably less than 10%. By sure. Far. Yeah, I would say that, but that's still a pretty good chunk. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not saying it's 50-50, bro. Oh, boy. Chris just looked up something. The, the first one, why does it appear every transgender woman is a prostitute? <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. What are you looking up here, dude? Uh, I'm trying to figure out the... The stats? The, yeah. I like this. Yeah, I don't know. We're digging deep here. Well, regardless, we, we've had this discussion, which is what you brought up before about prostitution, legalizing prostitution. And um, although they're going about it in a trans way, so you can't. I mean, first I think, of all, I think it's more degrading. I got to be honest with you. I think it's more degrading. Well, it, it's uh, it's just weird. Why go that angle with this? That's well, so, what I'm saying. Uh, from, there's not that many transsexual whores. Out there, right? <laughs> well, so, Okay. Hear me out. I'm not trying to be funny, but this is what I think they're going with it. And I could be wrong because I haven't really like looked into this like a crazy amount. They're saying profiling. So here's the deal. If you look at a crossdresser. Okay. Oh, okay. You're going to say they look like a prostitute. They do. <laughs> oh, he did so here's the deal. If you look yeah. at like, uh, what are the, what are those called? Chris, what's that called? What? Like the cross-dressing, like those drag shows and shit. Drag shows. Well, yeah. Trans no. or drag shows. Yeah. I'm not trying to stereotype, but generally, it's like this cracked up version of feminism. Right? So, like, they tend to wear shorter skirts. A lot more makeup. Like, fucking bold makeup. Mm-hmm. Cr- bigger hairstyles. Yes. It's like... Bombastic. It's a little bit more on the upper end of what you, what is naturally feminine. Yeah. Does that make sense? Very flamboyant. Flamboyant. Sure. That, that's a great word. So when when it, this article is saying that they're trying to eliminate profiling, like it almost seems degrading in a sense. They're saying that like because the way transgender people look or dress or decide to dress, that they can come across more as prostitutes. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, officer, don't arrest the crazy looking person. Okay, so I mean, this is the biggest survey in U.S. history for this, I guess. This is in 2016. With uh, rates of sexual assault, suicide, HIV, and prostitution. It says down here that uh, 12% of the 20, of almost 28,000 people that they surveyed said that they have prostituted themselves at one time or another. They're transsexuals, though? Yeah. Okay. So 12%. I said about 10%. Yeah, but the, I, I, I would venture to guess that. I mean, we've seen this like, dude, listen, you can look but at. That's, but that's just the percentage among transgenders. That's not the percentage amongst all prostitution. No, no, no. Uh, and I would I would argue that when you uh, look at truck stops and shit, truckers, there are, there's a there's a community. Yeah, they're lonely. Of guys who wear fucking outfits. Actually, keep that article for a second, if you will, Chris. They call them lot lizards. Oh, boy. I, I think that's what they're called. Those women that walk around the fucking, uh, the. You know, when you have all your semi trucks lined up at the at the fucking rest stop and they yeah. kind of walk around, they yeah. just wait for somebody to, you know, they're, they're ready to suck a dick. You know, got that scaly skin. But we've seen like <laughs> on cops, there's a really famous episode where they this guy was walking and he had like high heels on and a dress and shit. And he ended up taking off his dress and he was just wearing high heels and like these fucking leopard underwear. And he jumps into a semi truck and <laughs> it was a dude. Man. I wish I would have watched Cops more. It was real yeah. entertaining. <laughs> cops was the best. It, it really showed you. I feel like Cops was the babysitter, and it showed you, like, yeah. this is what you shouldn't do and should do. Yeah. But not to... So, there, I wanted you to keep this up, because there's some other really um, upsetting things about this, but 
So they're just saying that this is kind of profiling people in the wrong way. I, but this isn't solving a lot of problems. The one issue I have with this is that prostitution, I do think prostitution, in my personal opinion, would be better off being legalized. And by that, I'm not saying that I, you know, I feel like as a woman or a male, for that matter, if you want to sell you something that you're offering yeah, and people are willing to buy that thing, I don't really have a fucking problem with it. <clears throat> What yeah. I do have a problem with is pimps and the kind of the the abuse that these people have to go through, which is which is facts. There's uh, there's a lot of death, a lot of rape, a lot of beatings, stealing, theft. All that oh, shit. it's terrible, man. Yeah. And so by legalizing it, because, you know, it's like weed. Weed's not going to go away. People are going to smoke weed, whether it's legal or it's not. It's going to happen. So the you know, a lot of states came out and said, like, if it's if we're going to fucking do it, let's try to control it. Let's try to tax it. Yeah. I'm not saying that's worked great. That's all they're saying is let's make some money off this. Yeah, they and they should. If it's going to go to real things. Now, we've had the discussion. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get there with taxes, but we've yeah. had the discussion where do taxes actually go, the tax money yeah. we get. But what I'm saying is, is like if you could have a controlled, like a safe place for prostitution, a prostitution house that is regulated, I would hope that that would cut down on the biggest issue that most of these women face. And if you watch cops, if you watch police shows, the first 48, anything that where they're engaging with prostitutes. Yeah. A lot of the issues that they have isn't, it's not about the money. It's like being a stripper, right? They, they can make great money, but they get beat. They get raped. They get their pimps, steal all their fucking money. They're left with nothing. And that is the real crime to the whole thing, right? If a gal can make a lot of money and she wants to do it. Yeah. But by her choice, this bill is not going to get rid of pimps, though. It won't. That's why my issue with it. Yeah. Yeah, It says here uh, this is uh, some Britannica article. Uh, They looked at prostitutes throughout the whole world and there's 40 to 42 million prostitutes in the world. Eighty percent of them being women. Eight about almost eight and a half million are thought to be men. The rest are whatever. Yeah, but it also says prostitutes are female range between 13 and 25 years old. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the worldwide, right? Yeah, but but we have a lot of that in this country. There is a lot of underage the underage prostitution. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's there's women who left home at 13 But guarantee there's a lot more other places. Well, dude, I talked about this is yeah. why the whole leaving the border open is a big no-no. Like, sure. yeah, we had a week to remember. They, they broke with the, it down by countries, even like how many prostitutes are in each country. Oh, yeah. Roughly. Look, I mean, but that's I mean, you look at China, there's a shitload of people in China. So the lady boys, man. Yeah. China. But, China is the biggest by far. But there's like last week we had the SCOTUS decisions on a shitload of things. Right. Yeah. And it helped bring like it, it was headed towards the Constitution. Right. Constitutional decision. Roe v. Wade overturned. We had the EPA, you know, we're, we're basically saying uh, the EPA can't regulate on this. It opens the doorway to regulate other federal agencies. Uh, get rid of them. Yeah. yeah. $180 billion spent each year on the global sex trade. But look at this. Trade due to human traffickers. Yeah. Right? And so that's what I'm saying is one thing that the SCOTUS... Not all of that. Just... Look, look at Brazil's. Okay. Yeah. Yes. 250,000 children. Yeah. So, so what it, I'm saying is, is by legalizing it in a business form... Right. Everything outside of being a regulated, like you have to have a permit, right, to run this business. You have to business license. You have to be checked by the state, right, with restaurants. Yep. That would prevent. Can you scroll up a little bit so I can see the rest of that list? Or uh, scroll down, I guess. Yeah. Look, yeah. So Kenya has 50,000 children. 30,000. So what I'm saying is, though, by by having a business license being regulated by the state, you you would cut down drastically on children being involved with this shit. Would you, though? I, I think you would. I think you would. I think you would. I mean, they can regulate you being in a bar. I'm, does it happen? Yes. Do underage people go into bars? Absolutely. How would you do that? Ma'am, uh, can I see your license? Yeah. Like, you would have to not, go in. The cops aren't allowed to go after them, though. They're not allowed to ask questions for loitering for prostitution. That's what that bill does, right? Leave me alone. Yeah, I'm loitering. I'm doing prostitution. Yeah, you're you're talking about his, and I'm I'm saying that his bill is not good enough. That's not a good bill. Mm, okay. I'm saying if you were to legalize it and make it a business, taxable business, or if this is something you want to do, it's like a strip club. You'd be able to keep eyes on it. Yeah, a strip yeah. club has to, if I'm not mistaken, they have to have records of your birth certificate and other such things. So if the, if the feds come in or if the fucking state comes in, they can say, I want to make sure that all these women that you have dancing are not underage women. Mm, yeah. Okay, well, here's the birth certificate for her, her, her. We're all clear. Everything's good. 
Thank you so much. We don't have any underage prostitution or stripping going on. Thank you very much. Boom. <clears throat> yeah. And then anything outside of those, right? So if you have these these companies who are running prostitution things and, and people go and they do their thing, fine. But if you are get caught on the street, it's like, hey, that's a problem. This isn't this is actually illegal to be on the street. You can go work here. What do you guys think about um people from the United States going to other countries where it is legal for them to Crazy. prostitute children. It's ridiculous. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, they, they escape. Yeah. Vietnam and shit and all these other countries. Yeah. Cambodia. I think that your laws should follow you. No, I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. Like, obviously I don't think that they should be able to sleep with children. No, but what do you think about punishing those who go from America over to these countries, you know, like if they're proven that they'd go over there and salute. Yes. Oh yeah, they absolutely should. They yeah. get punished when they come back. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Yeah. I think they should. Um, if you go back to that article though, that you had up the original one, the, the sad, the saddest part is scroll down. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. The one that you pulled up with the, uh, the facts on it. There you go. Look at this shit. Like 40, this is the trans situation again, because this is what they said. The bill is really ultimately about trans. Mm-hmm. 40% admitted to attempting suicide. 40% of trans community has attempted suicide. This is not whores. This is just trans. Nine times yeah. more common mm. than the average citizen at 4.6%. Mm. 40%. That is creeping on the 50s, right? Half of the people. Yeah. Are they on hormone drugs? Like, you know, 7% attempted blockers? suicide in the past year, which is 12 times the average rate of 0. 0.6. So it also uh, confirmed the astronomical rates of HIV infection five times the general population, 1.4% versus the 0.3% of general population. Now, this is just a poll, okay? now The largest poll ever the, in this survey. They survey. surveyed almost 28,000. 28,000. And we know, but surveys can be biased. Yeah. You know, there's different well, listen, questions I, I that will, can be asked. I, I agree with you, but the um, I would argue that the trans community as a whole is not that big. I mean, tw- I would say 28,000 is a pretty healthy, like, chunk of people. Serving. Yeah, but how were the questions asked? Yeah, you know, that, it matters. I, I agree. I'm not going to base off that, but I would I would probably bet you a lot of things that that's close. That 40% is close. I think that there's a lot of suicide attempts, a lot of, like, assault situations. In oh, yeah, couples troubled are, families, you know, like, feeling like you're different. and 47% of transgender. Transgender participants said they experienced being sexually assaulted at some point in their life. Yeah. And that's the, like, was it nature or nurture? But it says no follow-up questions probe the possible or possibility of cause and effect or ask whether uh, respondents felt past sexual assaults led to them kind of rejecting their birth gender. Yeah. So, and that, and that's a thing, dude, that's a thing, right? You, 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 you get molested as a child. It really fucks you up. Yeah. And you become confused, especially if it's, you know, same sex assault. But as far as like just the California bill goes, do you think that they're leading this towards just legalizing it as a business? Like no, I mean, initially, lead? maybe that's kind of where I was leaning at. But I, I feel like this is just some bullshit play for the LGBT. It's going to backfire on them completely. This was like Profiling the outgoing part. This was the outgoing step of Pride Month. We're going <laughs> yeah. to make yeah, that's true. L- uh, prostitution a little bit legal. Well, yeah. you have to you have to pass something on the month, or you didn't accomplish anything. Yeah. No. But I'm just saying, like, when you can't profile, like, profiling is a part of being a police officer. It's a part of what businesses do all the time. If that's you're not how, woke enough, that's how you target your consumer. Well, not only that, but if you're not woke enough, they'll fire your ass. Or if you say something that's anti woke, they'll fire your ass. Like you're profiling me for having my opinion. Yeah, that's that's not woke. But but cops are trained to like, and so there's like some aspects that I don't agree with, sure. But you know, profiling somebody if somebody's acting sketchy, that's profiling, bro. Yeah, you're like, okay, this car's beat to shit. The, you know, this person doesn't look like they look like they're high on drugs. You can't do that if they look high. It's like you can't profile them just because they look high doesn't mean they are high. Oh yeah, that's profiling. Well, that's horse shit. Yeah, it says in February 2021, a similar piece of legislation to repeal this type of loitering ban became in law in new york so they did it there too do you think this has anything to do with the lack of policing or the stepping back the pushing back of hey police don't respond to these certain calls because we don't have as many police officers to respond Hmm. i don't know it could just be a a consequence of that 
could be. You know, like they're they're just choosing what they don't want to go after because they don't have the manpower to do it. Yeah. And so they pass a bill making it look like, oh, yes, look what we did. Meanwhile, it's like, look what you had to do because you don't have the police force to enforce these things. Maybe (laughs) that would make sense. Would it'd be a little too easy that way, wouldn't it? Yeah. Making laws that affect you. I think that's where I'm at with this. Like they're they're, I feel like the governors that affect you. Well, I'm just saying I feel like they're they're. You know, it's, it's like they're trying to make a law that helps the community, but it actually hurts the community. Because a lot of times these women don't have a voice in the community. A lot of times they're controlled by a pimp. Yep. And so they get arrested. And Yeah, that one article I had up said 90% of those were controlled by pimps. Exactly. It's a huge number. But I, I, I'm just saying, like, if you get arrested, then you can speak more. Mm-hmm. They take you to the jailhouse. You can say, like, this guy's beating the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they do something about it. But when you can save somebody from the streets, it's usually a matter of them getting in trouble and they kind of like, hey, what can we, and uh, dude, I've listened, I've seen enough cop episodes, I've seen enough video of like interrogations and, and, you know, and kind of looking into this stuff or when they do stings and shit. Yeah. They always are like, are you wanting out of here? Like, we can get you out of here. We can move you. We can do something like get you out of this. It's not good for you. Like, you shouldn't be doing this. It's terrible. Mm. Yeah, I'd want to know what's the success rate there as far it's as, high. you know what I mean, them, like the prostitutes being sought out by the pimp, like there's going to be revenge, like you're not leaving me type of thing. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that's pretty high. Yeah. Move them out of the fucking city, bro. You'd have to go into like some sort of, uh, you know, change your identity nah, kind I, of program. I don't know. I think that's given too much on the pimps. These pimps are usually piles of shit, street corner fucking yeah. drug dealers, bro. Yeah. I'm just saying it, a lot of these women go to Vegas and they, they're, they're, they leave home and they just go to Vegas and think they're going to be, you know, making money and have it. But then they get sucked into this lifestyle. Send them home. It's the same thing with the homeless situation, right? These guys are in California, but their family's in Wisconsin. You know, they, they got all the way there. They thought it was going to be easier. It was going to be a better life for them. That's assuming that home will accept them. I mean, uh, that, sure it is. But I'm saying, know. here's the deal. Like, they're not going to do be successful on the streets in California when they have no fucking, any kind of fucking uh, social kind of like family network available to them. So what I'm saying is if you, you can actually get people to take their kids back, take their sons back, take their fathers back, at least they have a shot. Well, that's another thing, too. Now that they are kind of legalizing prostitution, the abortion hub of the United States will be California. Yes, yes. I mean, I'm just saying, like, if a prostitute gets pregnant, she's going to get an abortion. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? So it's like a one-two punch there. So it just makes sense. Mm. You know? Right? I don't know that it's, like, legal. I mean, I think that's a little disturbing. I don't know that it's legalizing prostitution. I think it's making it harder for police to... Do arrest people. It. Yeah. Just leave them alone. Just like they don't arrest shoplifters. Yeah, because they would sure. have the same thing. They'd have to have some kind of evidence, probable cause, yeah. to tell them that's what they're doing. Just staying on the corner and looking suspicious, it wouldn't be enough anymore. Yeah. And, and maybe that's not a bad thing. Like, you know, yeah. I don't want to be pulled over for nothing or looked at just because I'm out in a certain area. So yeah. I understand it to an extent. I just, I feel like they're trying to tout this as being like a good thing. I don't think it's, it's a kind it's, of a nothing. This thing. kind of thing usually turns into not being a good thing. No, you want your kids driving by and, oh, mommy, why is she just in a bra and panties? Uh, that's a whore. Uh, she's soliciting prostitution. Get out of the fucking cities. Yeah. I said it before. I'll say it again. It's not a good place to live. You know, it's just, in my way. opinion. I mean, you may, some people may love living in downtown fucking Los Angeles, but. You'll never fucking catch me living there in my entire life. Yeah. I was looking at, I was watching this old vintage cops episode, dude. And it was like early eighties, something like that. Mid eighties. And they were talking about Portland. It was in Portland, you know? And, uh, it was cool. It was cool to see Portland, like them driving around to see like the kind of the landscape of what it was before. Mm. But like the Pearl district now in Portland, which is kind of up and coming and it's growing into this like wealthier ish area, a lot of shopping and shit that, Used to be wild. Yeah. Like real fucking wild. And when I watched this episode, they were talking about like rampant drug use, rampant like prostitution, slums and shit, like real fucking dirty. Like it was gross. It was sketchy and fucking gross. Downtown Portland was scary. And then they shifted over the course of the couple decades to where Portland was a beautiful like, you know, trees. And they started revamping some of these bad areas 
and more shopping, more downtown restaurants. Now, Portland, I would say like five, six, seven years ago, was like a really beautiful city, right? And now it's reverting back into this lawless shithole. The Wild West. You know? And it's like, you did all these policies, you made all these right choices to get the city to where it it needs to be, to where people wanted to go there, businesses wanted to go there. Yeah. And now you're reverting back because now you're saying it's gentrification. Now you're saying that, well, you got the homeless. We can't, you know, we can't just fucking move them out to the fucking, you know, sticks or something like they, they need somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. So your bad policy is turning it back into what it was. All that progress lost. Yeah. It's kind of like it was a plan. Sort of. You know, let's su- let's make this beautiful. Bring everybody in like a magnet. Let's make it big and then let's tear it all down. And they'll need us. They'll still need us. Who needs them? They're moving out. Everybody's moving out of Portland. Well, yeah. uh, The homeless, the whoever. That's the majority who lives there. The vagabonds. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. Dude, yeah, it's bad. And there's denial, which is, I think, the funniest thing about it. You know, I'm I'm on the Blazers, like, blogs and shit, and there's these people, and they were talking about free agencies right now, right? And why why do athletes not want to come to play in Portland? It's a small market team, which is general small market teams have a harder time. Mostly because the city's a fucking nightmare. Well, I mean, it's the taxes is one. The taxes is up to 50%. So when they make these $100 million contracts, they're losing a shit ton of it in taxes right off the bat. Yeah. yeah. State tax. So there's that one has always been a thing. Like, that's always been a, a knocker for coming to Portland and, and playing for their, their teams. But then it's like, there's no nightlife. That is a thing. I mean, there's no clubs. Uh, if you are an African-American citizen there's no clubs in there's portland. very few clubs man in portland yeah there's not that no it's the nightlife in portland is it's gone no almost non-existent it never was a thing there's uh, a couple like bars but i'm talking like look at like major cities like the nightlife i'm talking about vegas and la and fucking miami and shit like it's it, there's people everywhere at fucking midnight portland's yeah. never been that way you know it's like a cool community but it's never been like a clubby fucking nightlifey kind of thing you know mm. And for the black community, it's not been that great either. It's a pretty white area, let's be honest. Yeah. And, you know, there's not a lot of black people in Portland. So, like, if you're a star coming to Portland, like, you don't have a lot of your own community that you can kind of thrive with and hang out with. Like, we talked about earlier, right, where you want to be around people that are like you. They don't have that. But on top of it, Portland is a shithole. And going around the streets, everything's closed. The businesses are fucking leaving. Boarded up. And all these people on this blog were like, oh, I'm so sick of people giving Portland a bad name. Like, it's a fucking... I'm like, you're out of your fucking minds, dude. dude Portland we, is a shithole. We should do a, like a Instagram live of downtown Portland. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. We should just go down Here and walk around for an hour Here or two. Here we are, everybody. No, we, let's stay safe in our cars. So <laughs> no, no, no. Walk around. You can walk around. The, oh, the yeah. problem, and it's actually beneficial because the thing is, is what you see, people are saying, look how beautiful Portland still is. They're showing you these uppity fucking areas, dude, that like Lake Oswego is fucking beautiful. It's gated as fuck, bros. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's fucking nice because no one can get in. If you just go street by street and you're walking around Pioneer Square or any of these places. The waterfront. The waterfront. It's fucking crap all Mm. over the place. The waterfront used to be like a good place to fucking go. Yeah. And that's where they, a lot of events used to go. Dude, just Kids Broadway, bro. Go yeah. down Broadway. And it used to be, there's tons of venues. There's tons of fucking food, beautiful trees and like parks and shit. And they're all just covered in fucking homeless people. The yeah. buildings are boarded up. The target down there has no fucking windows left. And it's just fucking plywood. Like, yeah. don't sit here. Like, you denying that there's a problem is the problem. Yeah. You know? It's the first step. Oh, I got Um, Yeah. There's that. 808, baby. Yeah. You know what? It was a great episode, everybody. We kind of touched on, you know, a wide range of topics, but important topics, you know? Now you can actually have a prostitute in California, okay? Well, she's just not. No, well, he, she's not. You're not technically allowed to prostitute. They're just not allowed to ask you questions. Yeah. 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 You won't be (laughs) concerned. All you have to say is, no, I'm a trans. Yeah. To say, we're having a conversation, officer. Nothing Uh, to worry about. I'm just hanging out here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, your dick's hanging out. <laughs> All right, <laughs> cheers. So anyway, get on portmyamerican.com, get yourself some merch, and leave a review, everybody. I still read them on the toilet, okay? Go check out Patreon, guys. See if it's something you're interested in that helps us. Absolutely. Until next time. See ya. Sayonara, everybody. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.